morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies and merchandise. My name's Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi guys. How's it going? I'm good, Kate. How are you? I'm good. We weren't here last week. No, and we won't be here next week. Nope. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a bit of a chat and because neither of us can go to Disney at the minute and the, soon- the soonest any of us are going is December. Um, this, we're struggling to find things to talk about, so we're going to do every second week for the next little while. And you aren't going to be too sad about it, to be honest, because otherwise it was just us literally shiting on about absolutely nothing. Exactly. So this should mean that it's more high quality content. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not committing to that by any stretch of the imagination. High quality content, Sinead, please. Yeah. Like. No doubt when it gets that bit closer to both of our trips and we can actually start like planning things and maybe like booking restaurants and stuff like that, chances are we'll probably put them out a bit more frequently then. Oh yeah, I have a feeling that like if I end up doing something important that week yeah, and it's not a week we're meant to record, I feel like we could still probably record. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If things happen, we'll talk about them. But if there's nothing happening, then there's nothing to talk about. Exactly. And we have conveniently planned them to be the opposite weeks to when the dads record Disney Parks and Beyond. So if you're look, missing some Disney content... how kind we are. We yeah. even planned it so that you'd still have other shite to listen to. Exactly. So, as always, linked in the show notes. You can go listen to the dads also talk about Disney. Occasionally I pop on as well. I just... Sometimes they're just... Sometimes they just argue about the most insignificant things. And I'm I know. Like, Jesus I know. It amuses me greatly. <laughs> it amuses me greatly. And then, if you want to hear Kate every week, still Christmas Cracker is the thing. Oh yeah, there's always Christmas movies, so we're still a popping. Yeah. We what? literally get six listeners a week, so if what? someone would like to listen, that would be great. <laughs> what's What's this week's movie? This week is Princess Switch switched again. Oh, nice. Yeah, because it's July, so we're doing sequels because Excellent. July is the same as June. Uh, our first movie was Frozen 2. <laughs> Thank you. Controversial. No, it's not. Then Princess Switched Again was this week. And next week we're doing The Santa Claus 2. And Sam's friend is hopefully going to join us. Oh, cool. Because apparently he really wanted to talk about Santa Claus 2. And I'm like, yeah, sure, great. <laughs> nice. And then we're getting close to August when it'll be Sam's picks. I'm very intrigued. Sam's picks, June, July, August. September is Action Month. Cool. Asked for by Craig, June, July, August, September. And then October is Halloween. Hi, hello. And then we're into November, which is just like crappy Maybe Christmas movies again. This November, December, January are just sort of like yeah, your just standard. Generic festive. Yeah, we'll get there. And ho- hopefully, I'm hoping that there's going to be some new movies that we might be able to. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be good. Like Netflix. I assume Netflix is going to have a movie. Yeah. And there's definitely going to be like one of those crappy animation ones. Yeah. Have you done Klaus? From Netflix. Have we done Klaus? I don't think we have, but oh, I did Klaus want to. lovely. It's a really nice film. I really like Klaus. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed it. So I would... would, would well, I would don't know. Like. There's so many movies that I think we've done. And then I talked to Sam, so I was like, we have not done those. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Because there's sometimes where, like, for some reason, a Christmas movie will pop into my head. And I'm like, huh, Kate and Sam talked about this. And well, then I'm like, well, I don't think you have. We did Home Alone too, And I was so certain we'd done the first Home Alone. Oh my God, we brilliant. We hadn't. Love I was it. like, oh, well, this is awkward. I'll <laughs> never forget when I first joined uh, Vans, there was a girl called Ivana. Um, she was the supervisor. She was Polish. 
and we were discussing Christmas movies and she was like, my favourite Christmas movie is Kevin Gets Lost in New York because that's just the direct Polish translation. I was like, brilliant. I was like, that's fantastic. So accurate. Yeah. I love like, uh, the translations of stuff like on Netflix and stuff as well. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's good. I like that. Big time enjoy. So what have you been up to these past two weeks? None. Uh, what have I been I've been working um, started swimming again after literally I don't know how many years so that's fun Um, the weekend me and Amy went down to Enniscary to see the Disenchanted set it rained it was great yeah (laughs) was very wet Um, but it was cute it was fun to see it IRL uh, everyone was just very pleasant. The vibes were immaculate. Uh, we paid a tenner to park in this lad's field. Nice. All the money went to the guy in the youth club. So we were like, yeah, take the tenner. Oh yeah, Suzanne told me all about that the other day. I was yeah. like, brilliant idea. Yeah, I thought it was great. I could just imagine people complaining about it. And I was like, fuck off. Yeah, like, like get over yourself. Like it was like literally the guards and this farmer like sat down and did this themselves. Like, like the, I'm just like, look, look, everyone just frankly. Like, you can't fault that. Um, what else? Oh, we watched the Euros final. Lovely. Because I was forced to enjoy football for a couple of weeks. Um, oh, no. Yeah. I kind of started to like it. But it's over now, so now I don't like it. Now I'm good. Oh, that's good. The only I the f- only thing I know about it is that England lost, and that made me very happy. It was so stressful. Because I was invested by that point because I'd watched too much of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like if I watch enough of anything, I'll get invested into it. Like, okay. sport-wise. Um, but yeah, there's no way I could follow, like, club football because that shit's way too fucking confusing. It's too frequent as well. I just... Yeah, it's too often. Too it's often. too often. I liked this tournament because it was like, it'll be over at this date. Yeah. Which is in it's a few weeks' nice. time. And I was like, great, cool. And like, you have to qualify to get the Euros, which means you're actually a good team. Okay, Ireland was not there. Yeah, and like, so it's actually like high quality players actually playing. And so there was like kind of stuff going on. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll kind of get into this. My favourite... That's over now, so that's great. (laughs) My favourite, again, I I do not watch football. I didn't watch a single second of it. But my favourite thing was the entirety of every Irish person I follow on Twitter having the little Italian hand and the Italian flag in their they're Twitter s- names for the whole so week. Funny. It was my favourite thing in the world. so funny. Anytime anything happened, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, the blind Italian patriotism that just came out yeah. from every Irish person. It was my favourite thing in the world. It's so good. But like, uh, there's so many TikToks going around like, what a year to be Italian. Like, they won the Eurovision. Literally. They won the Euros. It was the first time... Uh, I think it was the first time ever an Italian tennis player got into the Wimbledon final, the men's yeah, final. Was killing it. Luca came out with an all-Italian soundtrack. Like, what a fucking year. I yeah. mean, most of had country, a... Most of their country needed to get wiped out. I was, I was about to say, they had, a, they had a... I mean, don't get me wrong, we all... We all had a rough 2020. Oh, but Italy's but Italy had a Italy's real really bad 2020. Like, yeah. I don't think I will ever get the sight of, like, I felt like every time we turned on the RT news, it was just like these mass ridiculous, like, trucks bringing people to graves and shit to do with COVID. And I was just like, in Italy. And I was like, this is a lot. So I'm I'm very pleased, really. 
thrilled. Yeah, they're turning around. Thrilled for them. their years. Exactly. Delighted for them. What about you, Sinead? That's my roundup. Um, what have I, what have I been up to? Uh, do you know what I've been watching lately? Which I, it's probably not something I would have just like picked up. Ergo, I haven't until recently. I've been watching Gravity Falls on Disney Plus, and I really like it. Gravity Falls is a great show. Yeah, I never watched it, but it's become our new like lunch slash dinner time show to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so big time enjoying that. Um, currently in the process of turning a piano into a bar, which is far more work than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, you didn't think it was going to be complicated. <laughs> I didn't. Re- yeah, it's one. It's made me realize two things. One, it's a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. But two, pianos are far more flimsily put together than I anticipated. <laughs> like when you actually start taking a piano apart, there is very little keeping a piano right all the bits in place like it's kind of just like oh there's like this tiny little wooden dell that you just move like this and the whole bottom comes out and it's like it i is, feel like these should be more it is quite an old piano as well though isn't yeah. it so i just maybe I they like... make them different now i don't know i feel like they should be more structurally sound than the or maybe we just have a particularly chill one piano. i don't know <laughs> but either way um i feel like it should be more structurally sound than it was but here we are. Well, it makes it easier for you to take it apart, doesn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Which is good. And then it was my niece's birthday party on Saturday, so I got to have Rice crispy Cakes and go on a Bates Castle, so I was... Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Oh, <laughs> Although, Nothing beats a Rice crispy Cake. Honestly, like, best thing about a kid's party. She, was, she wanted a donut-themed party, so, like, her birthday cake, my brother made a sponge, but then cut it out to the shape of a donut and made donut. it look like a pink donut. And then she had like a little wooden board that had dells on it that had little mini donuts stuck on it. Cute, it cute. donut board. There was a wood. There was uh, a donut pinata. Um, but the piece de resistance of any child's party are rice crispy buns because they absolute. are just the absolute best things in the world. They're just so easy to make and taste so fucking good. Honestly, like they're just great. And then I mean. <laughs> I don't care that I'm rapidly approaching 30. I will never not be down for a Bounce Castle. No, obviously not. I love Bounce Castle. Although, we were driving home from it and we passed a house that had probably... This Bouncy Castle was probably the length of my house. And it was a shark. And it was like... That's cool. It was like nearly two feet, like two stories high. Like you could, you could probably see this thing from space. It was massive. And I'm like, I don't know if there's like an obstacle course inside this. I'd say slides. so, yeah. I don't know. But all I could see was like from here up of the shark. I was like, this is wild. Yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of, um. I think just because, well, like we live a lot of, what? We live around a lot of estates. Fair. And <laughs> so when we go for like walks with the dogs or walks around the parks, we see a lot of houses, especially on the weekends. Yeah. And it seems to be like nearly every weekend there's some bounce castle in someone's house yeah and which is fine obviously like i'd imagine kids are having more parties at home rather than going places just which at the moment sense. just to be just easier as well and seeing the range of bouncy castles is phenomenal <laughs> it's wild because like i'd never seen the shark one i saw i remember a kid i was babysitting years ago had this absolutely ginormous titanic one there was a slide Oh, I think I've seen that one. Very tall. I think tall. I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> Very tall. Scared the bejesus out of me. Massive fair heights. But like this shark one was just... It must have been an obstacle, obstacle course though because it was very long. 
It was a yeah. long boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, love a love a bit castle. Have you watched Luca yet? Did you enjoy? No, I haven't watched Luca yet. Okay. Uh, I don't really know why. I just think we haven't had. I don't think we've been able to sit down for a long enough period of time to watch that kind of movie. Fair. Like I watched Raya, but I watched I only watched that by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched Black Widow. Oh, same. But I only but the thing is I was I was really in two minds because I really really wanted to go to the cinema to see Black Widow, but the day after it had come out there was so much content online about it mm. that I was like this is going to get ruined for me. And, or I'm yeah. going to see too much of it online in like bits Yeah. that I'm not going to enjoy it. So I was like, we just need to watch it now. So we watched it on Saturday. <laughs> Same. Uh, I, re- I liked it. I loved it. I love Florence Pugh. I am obsessed with her. Like I just, I think she is fantastic. I love her. I watched Midsummer not that long ago and I was just like, why are you just so great? Like, I'm so no, obsessed. And then the second I, I saw watch her... Midsummer. Oh no, don't want... You would hate it. That's not my kind of movie. No. Um, but when I saw that she was in... Because I just was blissfully unaware of everything to do with Black Widow. And then it was when you posted in the group being like, here, does anybody want to go splitsies on thing? I also messaged Sandy and was like, here, if I throw you money, can I also have it? So we watched it on Friday. Um... And I was just so happy when I saw Florence Pugh. And then David Harbour. Oh, what a man. Love David him. David Harbour, I think, is one of the best actors in our current time. Honestly. Like, he's just such he's a... Such so a funny. He's so great. Yesterday when I was eating my lunch, um, a meme popped up on my Instagram. And so it was like, on the left was a picture of Florence Pugh. And on the right was a picture of Florence Pugh holding a gun. And it was captioned, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh Pugh. Oh, I love, <laughs> I love stupid shit like that. Oh. I like I almost choked on my food because it was so stupid but so funny. I just, I, I uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen Florence Pugh in anything, but she was fantastic in this. She's love nice. David Harbour. It made me like Black Widow so much more. Like I'm annoyed that this movie has come out now and it didn't come out yeah. like in the middle of like the mcu we have up to date because it would make me like black widow a lot more yeah i i loved it because i won't lie there was a part of me that was worried they were going to go down the route of that stupid bit in that dlp fucking show ballerina ballerina. (laughs) and i was i wanted to lose i was real concerned that that was the route that they were going to go but i liked that it went a completely different route to that Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, oh, like I loved the bit when they were talking about like the menopause and shit like that. I'm yeah, just like brilliant. Funny. I'm like love this. Funny. So funny. She was like, and they go in and they rip it out, and I was like, yes, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> it was just, I was like, I like that this movie isn't just like, ooh, sexy female superhero, because I was gonna w- lose the will to live if that's what it was all gonna be. No, because all they talk, they don't, they all, 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 all they talk about are like is like important shit. Yeah. It's not like, oh, who's that boy? And oh, who's this? And oh, who's that? It's like, just fun sister rivalry. Yeah. Obsessed. Funny. Love it. Um, and then also, not to spoil anything, but the uh, the credit scene, it's annoying that it didn't come when it was supposed to come out because then that scene in Falcon and Winter Soldier would have made more sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I, there wouldn't have been so much like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was very confused. It was also really quite late when we watched it. So I was like, I need this explained to me. I was like, I don't understand what is happening. Why? <laughs> so yeah, it's unfortunate that it got delayed. But Yeah, because it just would have made, I don't know, it just... It's, it's unfortunate because if it had come out when it was supposed to come out, I feel like it would have just f- slot in a bit better. But yeah. anyway. Agreed. Um, Agreed. And then the only other thing I've been watching is Loki. Final Loki, episode's out yeah. tomorrow. I love Loki. I really like Loki. I really like Loki. It's just a it's It's again, it's like WandaVision. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah, fun. I feel like WandaVision really set us up for fun. Falcon and Winter Soldier was, we understand that this isn't as funny, but this needs to happen so we can have another movie. So um, if you could all just bear with. <laughs> yeah. While we go explain back this. The shooty shooty boom boom. <laughs> and then you can go back to fun. Fun, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what the la- what happens in the last episode. I'm ex- I'm really excited to see like who the bad guy is. I keep seeing everybody posting on Twitter, being like, "It's Mickey Mouse, Mephisto, <laughs> Mickey Mouse," and I'm just like, "Brilliant! It's Bob Chapek." So yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I'm very excited. Uh, what are we doing tomorrow? Oh yeah, we can probably watch it tomorrow. So your problem was that. It would come out on a Wednesday, but we wouldn't have time to watch it until Friday. Oh, fair. But then it's then last week I was like, no, we're watching it now. I was yeah. like, it was getting to like the penultimate stage, and I was like, no, we gotta find out, gotta find out, gotta find out. Yeah. See, I'm going out for dinner tomorrow, so I'm like, we won't get to watch this till Thursday. Oh. So I'm just gonna have to avoid the internet. Yeah, bit. that's the that's the problem. That's the thing is like I'm on, I'm on TikTok too often, and TikTok's so sporadic. Oh yeah, no. I like literally anything could pop up, and I'm like, "Fuck you, TikTok." <laughs> and it's the thing where you can't just be like mindlessly scrolling and kind of see a bit of a word, and then just like filter past. Up. Like it's like someone's like, "Let me tell you everything that happens in Loki, like right this second." Yeah. yeah. It's like no, that's not necessary. No. We don't require this. Um, and then just whilst we're talking of Marvel, and before we get into like newsy bits, I've booked another DLP trip, and I'm gonna oh, stay yeah, in Hotel bitch. New York. Out of Marvel. For- spent half her life savings it's very expensive <laughs> so going end of february start of march um and four nights is costing double my december trip but i really wanted to stay in art of marvel i only have two dlp hotels left that i haven't stayed in and obviously we can't stay at the disneyland hotel at the minute because she closed and i just i really want to stay in art of marvel so many people i know have booked it and I was like, fuck it. I tried ringing so many times in the last few weeks and I've been on hold for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes and haven't been able to get through. Just picked up my phone as of random yesterday and was just like, I'll just see if I can get through immediately. Immediately, like straight through. The longest time that I was on hold was when she was processing the thing with my card and I got to listen to the Pirates song. Oh, <laughs> made me so happy. So... Yeah, I'm staying in a superior garden view room. She's full of herself, lads. Dunno. That was, <laughs> that was the only Infinity Pass discount room she could offer me. But we are going to get the offer where we get the free non-alcoholic drinks and we get the print, which I'm excited Woo! about. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, like, ugh, you might as well. Like, she's not done anything in like a year and a half. Like. Exactly. And chances are I'm not going to renew 
my AP when it expires in like May because I do want to go to Walt Disney World slash Disneyland at some stage in the next little while. And you're not doing that if you're still holding a annual pass for Disneyland Paris. Exactly. Like I can't keep paying. And to be fair, I haven't been paying up until recently until they kicked it back in. Uh, but like 40 euro a month from a AP like I don't need to be doing that they're also not doing the thing anymore and we'll come on to that news where they just like give you extra months for the same mm. price so I feel like this will be the end of my, my AP for now I, I feel like we'll both on. go back to it yeah or maybe we'll leapfrog of... them one of us yeah. will get it in a couple, I feel like in a year or two we'll happily go back to it but I do feel like we're both at a stage where we'd like to go do other Disney not even other things just other Disney things yeah <laughs> And then, but like, ah, the thing is, we're at a stage where if we wanted to, we could quite easily go for a weekend trip to DLP comfortably because we know when's cheapest. And And just get a little like, little little DLP top up. Yeah. And it's just, it's not needed for us to go every second month. It was fun when we did, but it's just not needed anymore. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So... Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to stay in Art of Marvel and see what she's um, like. So yeah, I think that's enough shy from us. Yeah. So shall we get on to a bit of news? Yes. I don't know where to start. Should I we start with the big thing? About 35 tabs open. <laughs> Should we start with the big thing? Of which one? <laughs> the Premier Access. fast passes oh right i was like disney plus <laughs> no although that is very confusing <laughs> i hadn't thought of that uh is there oh, i have yeah. the i have the tweet here if you want me to just read it out oh yeah re- yeah read the tweet yeah. so dlp <laughs> report posted on the 6th so a week ago today that this summer Disneyland Paris will launch Premier Access, a new upcharge in the app to board select attractions instantly from eight euro going up to 15 euro, depending on the ride and the time of year, etc. etc. Per ride, per person. Um, and then the fact that traditional fast passes will not be returning, but the standby pass thing that they brought in last year will at busy times be the only free option if you don't just want to queue for long periods of time sorry i actually completely forgot that this happened because we had such a fuck i was like i was so blindsided by it yeah so there's a list here um so attractions available on disney primary access at launch this summer will be big thunder mountain hyperspace mountain peter pan's flight buzz lightyear laser blast star tours autopia Wild. Who wants a fast pass for Autopia? Wild. Terror of Terror and Ratatouille. So basically, all of the rides. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I think this is one of the most disgraceful things that has ever come out of Disney parks, which doesn't stop here. It does move over to the states, which we'll talk about in a little while. But like. Yeah it's absolutely in my opinion it's absolutely disgusting like I understand that Disney has had a difficult year and a half Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day they're still Disney and it's not like they haven't been making any money during this pandemic 
because Disney Plus has had like a surge of over 100% in like subscribers and they also own Hulu and they own all the other shit that they own. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can't tell me that Disney is struggling that much that they're now requiring you to pay per ride for a fast pass like fucking Funderland. Yeah, because like so seemingly in is it Shanghai they have something like this where you pay per fast pass per attraction and stuff like that. So that's what they've kind of based it off. But when you think about the fact that now Max Pass isn't a thing currently in Disneyland, but pre-pandemic you would pay fifteen dollars a day, or it might have gone up to max twenty dollars a day for Max Pass in Disneyland, which gave you access to fast passes on your phone. So basically, you didn't get any additional ones, but you could register for your fast passes on your phone, and then. It meant you weren't, say, if you were over at Big Thunder and you wanted to get a fast pass for Peter Pan, you didn't have to walk to Peter Pan to see what time it was. You could do it all on your phone. But you also got all your, like, uh, photo pass photographers and all that kind of stuff was included in it as well for $20 a day. This is €8 minimum Minimum. per ride. So that means, like, so what do you think? Like, Autopia is going to be €8. Yeah. But, like, did I close it? But, like, on a busy day, they're all going to be 15 quid. Yeah, like think like imagine wanting to skip the queue. Like I just like oh like Tartar is my favorite ride. And no matter how big the queue is, I'm not spending fifteen euro. Yeah. To get a fast pass. Yeah, and like don't get me wrong, DLP and me and Sandy had a pretty in depth conversation about this. That like DLP is a park that, if you book at the right times, more often than not, we never get fast pass for things. We might get a fast pass for star tours and then head on uh hyperspace mountain if the times line up and more often than not they do so we might do that so that by the time we come out of one ride we can go straight on to another mm-hmm. but it would be rare that we would be like oh my god we have to have a fast pass otherwise we're not gonna get to go on anything dlp is not that kind of park unless it's it busy. just doesn't work that way it's so small but and obviously you don't have to pay this you don't have to pay for your fast pass at all obviously it is a prerogative thing but it's just, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, like, I know people are saying, like, oh, you don't have to pay for the fast pass, like, blah, 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 blah. But it's just a bit shit that it's traditionally something that's free. Yeah. And is just, like, made in such a way that obviously you can't hold a fast pass for every ride at the same time, and blah, 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 blah. And an- now they're like, money. Please, it was an money. even playing field. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And don't get me wrong, if you stayed club level in one of the um, four-star or three-star hotels, you got your daily fast pass for every day of your stay. There was still only Happy one. Day. It's not like they gave you like an unlimited fast pass. Exactly. Unless you were staying in Castle Club. And to be yeah. fair, you're paying that stupid amount of money. They may as well give you free yeah. fast passes. Yeah. But like, it's just that, it's just that thing of where it used to be an even playing field for everyone it's again creating that gap and i get that this is how the world works but the more money you have the better experience you'll get to have and it's just disney are consistently dragging that more and more into the parks whereas before that wasn't as much of a case yes you could pay for vip tours and dlp you've always had the option to buy an unlimited fast pass Mm -hmm. but because of that price tag it was very few people that would i don't know i'm not a fan 
I just don't like it. I don't care what anyone else says. I think it's I think it's awful. I, I just think it's awful. <laughs> I hate it. Like, realistically, if I wanted to, I could afford yeah. on my trip to buy a fast pass for a couple of rides. Yeah. But I still wouldn't because it's, I don't know, it's just I not like needed. The principle of it now. Yeah. Yeah. See, the only thing is now people are like, if nobody pays for them, they might just not do it anymore. <laughs> well, you say that, but DLP report have posted so they have taken out the fast pass machines. Oh, the fast pass machines from yeah. basically everywhere and ripped off the fast pass signs and return times and stuff like that from basically all of the rides. And as I said, it's been a week. It's so DLP dramatic. don't do nothing that quick. Yeah, unless that's, it's getting yeah. rid of Orbitron. Jesus, <laughs> just suck that out of thin air. Um, yeah, it's just a bit weird. Yeah. As well, this did sort of just come out of nowhere, and then it was like get get rid of the fact the fast passes ever even existed. Yeah, because there's and obviously there's a lot of people are now like, oh shit, is this what Disney are planning to do with Disneyland and Disney World? Because fast passes aren't a thing in either of those parks currently. Yeah. So everyone's like, are they trying it here? And then seeing I personally don't think it's something they could do in Disney World because there's too many rides. Yeah. I just think that if you told people that they had to buy individual fast passes for individual rides, that people would just get in such a faff about it. Like I think it's too complicated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For how many rides there are. Like in DLP what, there's like six basically on that list. True. In Disney World, not even the like Disney World as a whole. Yeah, like ev- think how long that list is going to be. Like basically every ride in Disney World has a fast pass option to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. in DLP, like you can't even get a fast pass for Pirates. Like that just doesn't exist. It's just not a thing. No. So I think, um, from what I can see from people from like cast members on TikTok and. Um, a couple of Instagrams is that they're probably going to do what they do in Universal with the um, not Max Pass. Uh, why can't I think Express? <laughs> Express, thank you. Um, with the Express Pass, where you can buy like a different level of pass. Okay. That will get you into basically it's basically going back to like e-ticket attraction, like A B C D basically attraction to be like. You can get on these ones once. You can go on three of these ones. Yeah. Or you can go on all of them once. Or you give us $500 and you can go on all of them as many as you want. Yeah. And, um, and I think that would be a lot easier because you could just link it to your magic band and they'd be like, wah, wah, and they've already used your three. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have a feeling that regardless though, and it's something that will get on to and discuss a little bit later i have a feeling that deluxe resort guests will probably get some form of fast pass included in their stay yeah i would be shocked if that wasn't a thing just given the way disney seemed to be going fucking jpeg um and like i don't nobody nobody uh fucking jpeg and tomorrow because the book stops with them and so they're agreeing to this shit yep so, yeah, no, fuck both of you. Yeah, um, agreed. So, yeah, and, this is, and this is why we will never be on the Disney PR list. Not that <laughs> no, we thought never. that was a thing we would ever do anyways, but here no, we are. No, but oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, so as part of that, um, as we said, there is going to be the standby pass. So the standby pass was basically if the queue gets to a certain length, then you would scan a QR code and it would give you like a return time. It would work kind of similar to like the orange pass. Or is it the green one? Whichever one Sam had had. And we we have an episode on it somewhere. The orange I'll pass. Link it. Yeah. And you would be able... It would, they basically would give you a time to come back. Um, and they trialed it last year. And it seems to be something that is going to be coming back. But they are, by the looks of it... So ED92 posted this. That they seem to be putting it into the app in a more kind of seamless way. So you would get to the ride and it would say that a standby pass is required. It gives you a return time. Um, and then by the looks of it, you should be able to add your annual pass into it and then you'll be able to add other people into it as well. So it gives you a little like scanny thing where you can scan the QR code on the back of the ticket and then you can add like your party to it just to make life slightly easier mm. in this shocking revelation for DLP. Um, so doesn't look like it's fully up and running as of yet, but it's on the way. I just think it's mad. It's like they're making such a simple park so complicated honestly like when you think about how overly complicated lime birdie is like in itself for dlp <laughs> and for guests and how much cast members don't explain lime birdie to people at the best of times i'm like no and you think standby pass is going to work nice nice try i just think dlp will never be at that point where people will no- just know before they go like and i feel like people who majority of people who go to disney world no with crackers uh, yeah Agreed. but i feel like dlp gets so many layman guests that's because yeah. it's what happens with line birdie and they're like why can't i see pluto and they're like ah no reservation goodbye literally oh you need <laughs> a reservation okay how do i get a reservation oh they're full for today okay how oh. do i get them for tomorrow on this app why mike it's just wild wild um, then with, I have really important news scattered in with like ice creams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so where's it gone? Oh, ah, sure. We'll talk about Christmas and Halloween. Go for it. <laughs> so Christmas at Disneyland Paris will run from November 13th to January 9th of 2022. There will also be a New Year's Eve party special event. Like, might as well talk about some, some, something happy before we talk about more annoying things again. Yeah. <laughs> so Christmas is coming back to DLP, which is very exciting. And they're having their New Year's Eve party. And then also Halloween is coming back to Disneyland Paris. And will run from the 1st of October to November 7th. Um, there will be Halloween soirees, special events. I think, I thought I only saw, like, on Halloween. Yeah. So the tickets went on sale for this Halloween soiree. They haven't said any other time. Um, it's 89 euro per ticket. I can't remember how much we paid. I, I feel think... like it wasn't that much. No, but I feel like this October 31st one's the year we went. Oh, wait, we went on October 31st. Yeah. No, like... I feel like it was that much because we got AP discount. Yeah, true. The AP discount is 15%. But I still, I think we only paid about 63 ish euro i definitely actually, don't think we paid anywhere around 89 i actually couldn't even tell you no, I fucking, no idea but <laughs> yeah it's good that the soirees are coming back though uh yeah yeah it's good to see that they've not done what um, disney world have done and just been like <laughs> yeah more, uh more yeah so they're the, they're the they're the soirees yeah 
Um, exciting news. Well, kind of <laughs> exciting news. So Fuente de Loro has had a full refurb. She looks beautiful. Reopened yesterday. And they unveiled a new menu. Now. There are some things I'm very excited about in this menu. <laughs> but overall, I'm a little bit underwhelmed because they have basically just made it like picky food. You can't get like an, a substantial meal in it mm. anymore, which makes yeah. me a little bit sad. Well, it was the best value place for a meal, it in was, my opinion. It was so good. Like it was always my go-to restaurant. I was never like Mexican food is like my favorite food anyways. I'm never not in the mood for Mexican food. So it was always a place we would go regardless. But there isn't an actual meal here anymore. Mm. I will say I do enjoy the fact that bar the chicken strips, I can eat everything on this menu. Wow. Like, <laughs> what a wild time. Also, love that you can now get frozen margaritas in DLP. That's pretty. I actually think that's oh. pretty cool, to be honest. Like, catch Eight me. Euro. Catch me in December with a frozen margarita, freezing my arse off, having some churros, and I'm going to be the happiest person in the world. And I don't think eight euros is that bad. No. Not for theme Personally. park prices. No. Nah. I'm so Even excited. more expensive in Dublin, like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen DLP Report tweeting about it. The little fresh vegetables and salsa sauce pot looks very small. It looks about the size of that weird cheesy veg thing. Like it's that size, like it's quite small. It is only three fifty, but very small. But I'm kind of like, if I got that and fries, would it basically be like the loaded fries? See, I just think it's yeah. I suppose I see what they've done, but I don't like it. No, me neither. <laughs> Will I still eat there all the time? Most likely, yes. yes. Ooh, they have hard seltzers as well. Oh. Now I will say I've had time. this Topo Chico one, and it's absolutely rotten. Tapo Chico. Like I don't, I'm not a hard seltzer drinker in general. Not, a, but I can tolerate the White Claw Lime one. This one, horrific. Oh my god, not good. Um, then Disneyland Railroad has been running. Uh, full loops for a little while. There is now a sign informing passengers. Uh, all stations apart from Main Street are closed. Better than nothing, question mark? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it from, like, guest flow management yeah. standpoint. Yeah, like, COVID-ish. Yeah. Plus, they need less cast members if they only have to have people at the Main Street station. Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't know. Um, There's been some updates to some of the Disneyland hotels. So, from October 23rd, Santa Fe is going to be reopening. Woo. from december 1st sequoia lodge is reopening which makes me very relieved because i got a very panicked voice message from sam a couple weeks ago being like i tried to book dl uh sequoia lodge for november and the guy told me that the hotel is going to be closed so it, will it be open when you're there and i'm like i fucking hope so because i booked that through dlp so <laughs> it literally opens the week before i go which should mean right. that it still be like super fresh and nice Mm-hmm. but I won't lie I was very relieved when I saw this and I sent the screenshot to Sam and I was like we're cool it's all G it opens in December I actually not to be bad but sometimes I don't trust those people on the end of the DLP phones oh because no because they've said stuff to me before and I'm like that's not true so yeah oh no like 
a hundred percent like when you rang and the, the girl was like the races are on i'd a hundred percent trust that but when you ring dlp you never really know Oh no, I wouldn't like the th- but the thing is when you ring the American ones they they don't sound confused ever. No. When you ring the French ones they're like, ah. <laughs> like yeah. why don't you know the answer to my question?" I know, it's wild. It's really funny though when I was ringing yesterday and then was booking Hotel New York, I di- because I generally have to because I have a very Irish name, it's real difficult for any of the French. Now, I was speaking to an American girl, but it's real difficult for the French people to understand the spelling of my name. So I always pull up the phonetic alphabet and just mm-hmm. read it from that because it just mm-hmm. avoids any confusion and adam was sitting looking at me like i had 10 heads and he was like when did you learn the phonetic alphabet i was like oh i didn't just the second i get through to dlp i pull it up on google because it just makes life easier he was like that's wild <laughs> was yeah like, otherwise your name otherwise your you like your gender is like wrong and <laughs> it's just it just saves a lot of hassle um and then the final update is davy crockett ran will be closing for the winter from november 10th 2021 and will reopen on march 31st 2022 Woo. there you go um stop i've done that tick 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 uh some somewhat breaking ish news from the french government mm-hmm. uh french president macaron i know it's not you it's just funny that way has announced the mandatory use of a health pass which is a record of vaccination or recent test to access public places and events. This new measure may impact visits to Disneyland Paris starting July 21st. We are waiting for more information from Disney. So basically you need to have, it's like one shot and a certain amount of days or two shot and another certain amount of days or proof that you've already had it before yeah. and a certain amount of days. And then you're allowed in. <laughs> I realised that Disney Lampires actually did, I'm sending it over to you now, release an official statement about it. So I like how you read that out. But I know just before we started recording, I saw that the French government have said that any staff in any of the places that are impacted by this new legislation have to be vaccinated by August. Oh, so you yeah, have I to make that. sure you're fully vaccinated. And I'm like, how can you do that? I saw that as well because... Um, it was on one of those Facebook pages and people were like, forcing people, blah, blah, uh, The French president, uh, Macron, recently addressed the nation to unveil new measures meant to mitigate the spread of COVID across the country. Among these measures, he confirmed that a san- sanitary... Yeah. Sanitary pass, sorry, I didn't realise the word pass came after that. That a sanitary pass will be required as of July 21st for all leisure and cultural locations gathering more than 50 people. We remain open and our flexible commercial conditions continue to apply. We will adjust our operations to comply with the new measures and provide more updates as soon as possible. Due to a very high volume of calls, you may experience longer delays than usual when trying to contact us. Thank you for your patience and understanding. We look forward to welcoming you soon to Disneyland Paris. Jeez, aren't you glad you booked your hotel? I'm very glad I rang when I did. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I saw online, it's basically... You one vaccine and so many days afterwards, two vaccines and so many days afterwards, or proof that you've already had it and so many days afterwards. Um, and that qualifies you for the pass. Yeah. And I know they have, the French government have announced that if you have the, because I know British people were freaking the fuck out about it, the NHS pass is equally as acceptable. It doesn't just have yeah. to be the EU one, because obviously yeah. that would not make sense. I got my EU one today. Oh, so did my dad. He was like, what the fuck should I do with this slip of paper? 
Nothing. I was like, you don't Did lose this. Did you get this. it in the post? Yeah. Oh my god, emailed to me. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, that's that. And sticking on the COVID side of things with DLP, if they're opening a PRC or PCR even a COVID test center starting today in the Disney Village for guests who need to test before traveling home in cooperation with Luxamed. And the site operates 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Booking and payment is required. And then DLP reports posted a link to it because i know it was something that our friend sandy was wondering about um as to where the hell you get a pcr test before you travel um but now you can do it in the disney village making life nice and easy for people which is mad for dlp Mm. um ap sales are reopening on july 15th guests who would like a refund can now request one until the 8th of august um a few notes ahead of the reopening uh no more free months for renewal Yep. Instead, guests will get a 15% discount for a renewal up to two months before expiration. And the large family <laughs> offer oh is God. 20% off five APs or more is no longer available. Yeah. Again, I feel like this is kind of part of why I feel like I'll probably not renew not. for a while. Because before but it you used know to what? be like, here's all these extra months for free. I just feel like this I'm fine with. Oh, because yeah. no one really needs an annual pass. An yeah. annual pass is a pure luxury. 100%. The fast pass thing, though, I'm like, you bastards. Yeah. Um, again, no one needs a fast pass, but like, it's rude. Um, but yeah, that I'm fine with. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Limit APs, I don't care. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Um, some exciting updates that will be coming to DLP pretty dang soon. Um, is there's going to be some updates coming to Mickey's Magic on July 17th. So on Saturday. So there's going to be a new animated scene based around Coco. So the musical number Un Poco Loco will anchor the new scene when it opens to guests at Disney's California Adventure Park and Disneyland Paris on July 17th before being added to Magic Kingdom Park later this year during the Walt Disney World Resort 50th anniversary celebration. So Donald's going to be bopping over and having a little dance with everybody. The visuals for this are adorable. Yeah, they're very cute. I'm a I big hope it's fun. fun. I'll see it in January, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very I'm very excited about this. I know a lot of people and we had a conversation about this on Disney Parks and Beyond. A lot of people hate on the DLP Philhar Magic. And I get it, it doesn't have the Donald butt, which is arguably the best part of Philhar Magic. But it is very cute and I do love it. So I'm excited. I don't know anything different, so I think it's great. Oh, just wait. <laughs> wait till you see the butt. Um, then MasterCard reservations. I love these MasterCard reservations. MasterCard reservations are available for Disney Dream Junior. Ju- no, Disney Junior Dream Factory. Uh, as usual, each card holder can reserve four seats at guest services. They do not guarantee access, and guests must queue as usual. Yeah. Those seats look like so much fun, though. They're like on the floor. I think you get to sit across legs. That's cute. I know. Very <laughs> cute. Um, and then there's a couple like little like a tiny bits from DLP yeah, as well. Just just read through them all. Cool. <laughs> so they have a new collaboration uh, to go along with their one with the Baby Bell Company. Uh, so they're having a collaboration with Heinz as well. So I assume we're gonna have good ketchup in the resort for a while. So that makes me that makes me happy. Um, you can get a new lightsaber Calippo looking ice poppy thing for three fifty over in Discoveryland. Donald has a new Newport Bay outfit. I have to say, these Newport Bay outfits are bloody love them. 
Yeah, like, I hate that they're in the Newport Bay, but they're so cute. Oh, it's just like a little retro sailor outfit. I'm so here for it. Bloody obsessed. And then there's new bridal ears that come with a veil that are available over by Adventureland Bazaar. Um, and then there are new bag screening machines as you go into the resort as well. Happy days. And I think that's all the little shitty bits of news. Uh... I don't think I... Yeah. Oh, oh, Heinz is the latest brand to become official partner of Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I said that. I said we'll have the good ketchup. Oh, oh sorry. Yes, of course. That's alright. Um, and then they've added the Iron Man statue that used to be in studios during the Marvel season to the front of Hotel New York. Which makes wow. sense. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy they did that. Yeah. Um, the DLP bits. Yeah, I think that's everything for DLP. So then, moving stateside, let's get ready to be annoyed about something else. Uh, <laughs> new early park entry and extended evening hours coming to Walt Disney World guests, but only if you stay in a deluxe resort. Or DVC. Uh, yeah, which is just fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so early park entry, as previously mentioned by Disney, they'll be rolling out a new early theme park entry benefit for all guests, staying at Disney Resort Hotels as well as, as, well as select hotels. Um... Basically, you get into all four parks half an hour early if you stay on site, regardless of your hotel. Wow. Uh, Or, go on. Isn't this the change that they made to DLP, where rather than having like an hour and a bit in one park versus the other, they were like, you can have extra magic time in both, but it's shorter. Yeah, but I feel like that was so much easier to do in DLP. Oh, no, absolutely. (laughs) Because you can kind of just like walk towards and be like, Rush, everything else, yeah. and then just yeah. decide. Yeah, um, and but then extended evening hours. Another new perk mm. has been announced for those staying at Disney Deluxe Resort hotels and Deluxe Resort villas. These guests will also be able to enjoy extended evening hours on select nights in select parks. This is a big benefit for DVC members and anyone who opts to stay in the deluxe category. This will begin early October. Current dates and times are not yet available. As with any park entry, a valid ticket is necessary as well as a valid park pass. Guests using this perk may also use park hopping to experience the extended hours as long as they have entered the park in which the original pass was made. For both of these options, there will be select rides, attractions, merchandise, and food options available. Guests are being encouraged to bring their Magic Band, Disney Magic Mobile Pass, or other resort identification. Um, I hate it. I think it's awful. Yeah. Um, I listened to you and the dads and Craig being like, it's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> I was I wanted to reach into my phone and strangle Craig I was like no (laughs) no (laughs) it's I completely agree with like yourself and Nick like it is pricing people out yeah it's terrible like this in my opinion this is something that Disney never went out to achieve to be like you can have a really good experience if you spend sixty thousand dollars to stay here for two weeks yeah but it's just if you can only own if you can only afford six thousand dollars then fuck you yeah it's just (laughs) again it's that whole thing of obviously in life in general if you have I'm not going to say excessive amounts, but if you have extra disposable income, you can do... No, I'd say excessive. I'd say excessive. (laughs) If you have excessive disposable income, you can afford to do things, go places, buy things 
to make your life potentially more enjoyable, right? And I feel like, obviously, you used to be able to get, like, again, VIP tours and stuff like that. But once you got into the park, for the most part, you were on a level playing field. Yeah. And I feel like that's where my issue lies with all of that. Like, obviously, if you stay in one of the monorail hotels, yes, you have to pay an extreme premium to be able to do that. And you have the privilege of being able to walk to Magic Kingdom rather than having to take a bus. Or if Mm -hmm. you are in one of the Epcot resorts, you can walk to Epcot or you can walk to Hollywood Studios and you are paying that extra for the privilege of being that bit closer to the magic. I get it. But again, once you step foot inside the park, with the exception of maybe like food options and stuff like that, like you are on a level playing field. Your experience in the park is not dictated by your bank balance. Yeah. Whereas now it is. Mm -hmm. It's basically like two years ago, you handed over money and they gave you this 10 piece puzzle. And no matter how much money you spent, everyone got the 10 piece puzzle. You spend more, you get an extra piece. Grant. But now, it's like, you pay your money, but you're not paying enough, so you only get eight pieces. Yeah. But or you still person... get the ten-piece puzzle, but the deluxe resorts get the instructions. Oh, that's fantastic. There we go. That's that's literally it. And it's like, because I was only thinking, because I was saying to Ed, I was like, this is, between this and whatever they're doing with fast passes. It might make our trip really fucking complicated. (laughs) Potentially, yeah. And it might end up being that we're gonna have to wait in a more than anticipated, like, long lines. Yeah. To get on a ride. And it just means you can do less. It's just ridiculous. It's like, people who can't afford to stay in a deluxe now can only do less. Whereas people who can stay in a deluxe get to do as much as they could before and more. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And it's just, I don't think it's, I, I understand, like, I'm not stupid. I understand it's a company and I understand they want to make money. I get yeah. it. Like, I get it. But I really do think that sometimes, not, not like, lately, Disney isn't what Disney's meant to be. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of feeds into also part of why I certainly anyways was getting real fatigued being happy clappy about Disney every single week. And it's partly why I feel like doing it every two weeks will make that a bit more manageable for me, Mm -hmm. even just from a mental capacity. Because over the last year, I feel like every single thing that has come out about Disney has all been fucking negative. Now, if you're a pixie duster and you're going to choose to see the sunshine and sparkles from Disney all the time, that is fine. Don't know why you're listening to our podcast because we are not like that. No, literally. (laughs) We are the polar opposite of that. But again, it's just, and don't get me wrong, I get that at the end of the day, if you're staying in a deluxe resort, you are paying an absolute premium for it. And should you get extra benefits for that so that they can keep encouraging people to pay that ridiculous extra money? Sure. But previously it used to be if, for example, when they would do the dining plan, if you stayed in a value resort, you got breakfast included Mm. in your stay. If you stayed in a moderate resort, you got the quick service dining plan. Or if you stayed in the deluxe uh, resorts, you got the Disney dining plan, which gave you a sit down meal as well. Now, obviously, you could pay extra to plus any of those up to the next level Mm -hmm. or a level above that. But... And that I had never had an issue with because the benefit that you were getting was relative to the money you were paying. And I get yeah. that. 
No, yeah, I get that too. But again, that the second you stepped into the park, you were on a level playing field, whether you were staying a pop century or whether you were staying in a Polynesian bungalow. You, unless you booked a VIP tour, you were on a level playing field. That is not the case anymore. No. Um, so I just think it's shit. I hate it. Agreed. I think I'm worried. I'm genuinely worried as to where it's going to go from here. Like, park closes at six. Unless you're staying in deluxe, you get to stay till eight. Like, yeah. oh no, you can't go in here. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you, are you in a deluxe hotel now? Sorry, you can't shop in this shop. Like, it's fucking, I, I think it's ridiculous. I agree. I agree. Um, (laughs) Moving over to Disneyland. So they've announced the plans for the Halloween season for Disneyland. So the Halloween season is going to run from September 3rd to October 31st. Um, They're bringing back some fan favourites. So they're bringing back Oogie Boogie Bash. Bless Oogie Boogie Bash. There was only the one. Yeah. And then COVID hit and that was that. <laughs> um, but they're still going to be doing the decorations in Radiator Springs where it becomes Radiator Screams, which is Thank a big God. fave. So Mater's Graveyard Jamboree is coming back and Luigi's Honkin' Halloween. I just, I'm so obsessed with all of it. Um, absolutely love it. Then in Plaza de Familia from September 3rd to November 2nd, you'll they will be celebrating Dia de los Muertos. Uh, as I said, Oogie Boogie Bash will be coming back on 25 select nights. Um, there will be trick-or-treat trails. There will be the Frightfully Fun Parade. And tickets went on sale today. Don't know if they're on sale as of yet because that's California time and that's, time that's difference. bizarro time. Um, <laughs> and there was something else from Disneyland Resort. You won't want to miss all the transformed Halloween themed attractions and sightings of your favourite Disney characters and villains seasonal decor and tasty treats Down, uh, downtown Disney district will also get into the spirit with delightful decor seasonal treats and all new Halloween themed pumpkin hunt hello Pluto's pumpkin <laughs> pursuit oh. oh my god I can't wait to see this um, so yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be loads Haunted Mansion Holiday is coming back this year and I'm very excited about it not that I'll get to see it but I am excited about it and Halloween screams has come back too. I just feel like Disneyland has been like, no, it's okay. We'll just keep everything we normally have. Thanks, bye. <laughs> and again, it kind of comes back to that whole thing of like, as much as they don't have annual passes right now, like Disneyland is very much ruled by locals. And mm. when they've tried to change things in the past, there's been a very drastic revolt. <laughs> Whereas Walt Disney World is predominantly tourists that are like, let's do our once in a lifetime trip. And they'll just put up with it. Hmm. I say this um, being someone that has done that and <laughs> continues to think that way, so I'm right there uh, with you. Uh, hopping over back to Disney World. Disney's oh god, it's just gonna be negative again. Disney very merriest after hours to replace Mickey's very merry Christmas party in 2021. Yeah. Now, so there was some Christmas news, and personally, what broke my heart was that they're not putting up the twinkle lights. <laughs> Because I thought I was going to get to see the Twinkle Lights because we were going so early in January. But um, no, because <laughs> they're not putting them up. No, <laughs> oh, KP. I was like, that's cool, that's cool, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> like the Christmas party thing doesn't bother me because I was never going to that. But I was yeah. like, oh, cool, no lights, that's fine. 
Uh, Walt Disney World has announced that Disney Very Merriest After Hours will be the new hard-ticketed holiday event for 2021. The event is set to begin on November 8th before all the rest of the festive, festive fun throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. It will be available on select nights through to December 30... No, December 21st. 31st? Uh, the four-hour event will be packed with holiday festivities such as Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks. So there's fireworks in this after-hour event. With no cavalcades. And Disney characters throughout the park, holiday music and decor, uh, treats included, and so much more. Similar to other Disney after-hours events, a limited number of tickets will be sold for this event. It's held after regular park operating hours with lower wait times and access to more than 20 select attractions. Mm. Ticket sales will begin next month and early purchase window will be available to guests of select Walt Disney World Resort hotels. Ah... The top comment on Disney Park Blogs is Mickey's very chapek money grab. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, people aren't too happy. Uh, people m- are mostly blaming people who bought tickets for the boobash. Not the boobash. The uh, fucking after the, the Halloween after hour thing. What's it called? Boobash? The boobash. Yeah, it is boobash. Uh... And people are like, see what happens when you sell out the fucking boobash. They think that they can do it again for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculously fucking expensive. And the thing is, people are going to pay it. Yeah. Yeah. I just think... See, part of me is like... Because we've already paid for... Not paid for, but like... We know how much our trip in January is going to cost. Mm. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. I'll pay that. But I don't think if we waited till next year, we'd be paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, this is a bit ridiculous. Even at the, even at this state, like, we were kind of like, we're going to have to see how it goes once the 50th anniversary starts, which mm. is pretty soon, and see what's going on. Because if it's going to turn out that we're going to have to wait in three and a half hour lines all day... Yeah, and only get on four attractions. Is it even really worth it? Am yeah, I just true. going to... Are we both just going to come away from two weeks really, really tired and really, really disappointed? I don't think you will. No, see, I don't know. <laughs> I don't... And, like, from watching Tim Tracker videos and stuff like that, like, every time... I feel like every time he gets in a queue, it's like, it's posted a 40-minute wait. Oh, it actually only took... 10 minutes or like she only mm. took 20 minutes yeah so i don't think and i think there are like there are so many things in disney world that regardless of whether you got like regardless of whether you got to go on any rides i think there are so many things in disney world that you'd be like oh my god <laughs> that like i think you'll still like you'll have an amazing time regardless yeah does this just... potentially kind of hinder it slightly yes mm. but yeah I think it's just something we're keeping an eye on. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, we'll, we'll 95% still go. But if it... But then I I always keep forgetting that we're going in January as well. And no matter what the year's been like, people still won't be going in January because they have to go to work. Yeah. So... Agreed. <laughs> it's not going to be as crazy as, like, summer. Yeah, exactly. And then since you have... Uh, this is... I mean, this is the last thing I had... But since you have 10 million days booked for Hollywood Studios, there's new food for Hollywood Studios. Exciting wow, time. Wow, woo. 
<laughs> um, so Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo has four new menu items, none of which is vegetarian. I would like to point out. Thank you very much, lads. Um, so there's That's the, shocking. Right? There's the Batuian Beef and Crispy Topato Stir Fry, which is smoky braised beef glazed in tamarind sauce served with stir fried vegetables, crispy herb yucca, and pickled onions and cilantro. Um, I'm not going to read out the description of everything. I don't even know why I did it for that one. There's roasted Andorian chicken salad. There's a Pyrenade hot chicken tip-yip. Cool. Um, I love saying tip-yip. Tip-yip. And then there's Picatuna poke, which is also very fun to say, I have to say. Picatuna! Picatuna poke. And then, I suppose this is technically vegetarian. There's the Outpost Puff, which is chocolate-filled uh, something chocolate mousse. And green Bacino. milk sauce. Which is- I think that looks buzzing. Yeah. That looks like so much fun. Yeah, it does. It looks V V interesting. But what I will say I'm excited about is the fact that Ronto Roasters in Disney World have finally brought the vegetarian options. Yeah. What an amazing yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, the Cryol pork rinds. So you can get them. Um, but there's the zucchini wrap. Which is that like their plant based version of the Ronto wrap? But there's also the Triple Suns breakfast wrap as well, so you can get veggie things in the morning and in the evening. What a Yay. great time! Um, you can also get a load of weird sticks of fruit and veg in a glass. That also looks really fun. Looks wild. Very intrigued. Um, hot diggity dog at Fairfax Fair. You can get a bunch of different hot dogs. There's a truffle bacon macaroni cheese hot dog. Which sounds As wild. someone who enjoys in all the of past couple of weeks has had a drastic increase in the amount of truffle that they eat, I just think this could either be delicious or shit. When I read it, I was like, <laughs> this could be something Kate could really enjoy. <laughs> um, there's a new pretzel dog, the California BLTA doll. Doll? Dog, even. There's a Chicago-style hot dog, which is a plant-based option. Um, and then there's an all beef quarter pound hot dog, which you know Tim Tracker's going to go and eat because he loves a giant hot dog. Yeah, crazy. And then the last thing, the last thing, which I'm going to read the entire description of because it looks <laughs> please, and sounds utterly beautiful. There's the chocolate peanut butter explosion shake, which is chocolate ice cream layered with peanut butter sauce topped with whipped cream garnished with chocolate peanut butter crumbles and a chocolate dipped peanut butter cake. Slurp this peanut buttery delight at Hollywood Scoops on Sunset Boulevard. It I think I will. Thank you. <laughs> oh, like, I just want to have a swim in that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can, that definitely tastes amazing. And it's definitely way overpriced. But, like, whoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the only comment on this post is from uh, a guy called Scott saying, The truffle mac and cheese is back. I've missed it since they changed the menu. So he's very excited. So it must be great. somewhat okay. Excellent. What a great time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's all the news. That's everything. That's everything yeah. I could find. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. But I'm interested to get people's opinion on this whole deluxe hotel situation. Yeah. On if you think that's just the way it is and you just don't go as often and you just save for 15 years instead of five years mm-hmm. um i just i can i can never get around just how expensive the deluxe resorts are yeah like they're crazy money 
yeah crazy money for what they are we had a whole Which, conversation about this the other day about how blissfully unaware our boyfriends are at the actual cost of deluxe resorts. Yeah, because I told because <laughs> I said to Ed about the whole fat, the extra air thing, blah, blah. And he was like, right, right, right. Because he's, he's always very happy to upgrade to something yeah. if it's a little bit extra. Because like, he's like, it's just going to make... Like we like when we picked a preferred room. Agreed. Extra like $100, absolutely. Worth it. Yeah. We're in a position, grand. But he was like... So how much? Well, keep in mind we're staying in a value. Yeah. Uh, so how much would it be to maybe upgrade to a deluxe? I was like, oh, about fifty five thousand dollars. <laughs> Thirty thousand if we're lucky. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no. I was like, no. <laughs> At least a couple paychecks. Yeah. If you're oh, going like Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is the cheapest of the deluxe. A couple of paychecks where we wouldn't be paying the mortgage, the electricity, oh, yeah, no. or the gas bill. <laughs> and you'd be eating diddly squat. Yeah, we'd literally be sitting in a house in the cold, in the dark. Yeah, like, no. Um. So yeah, please let us know what you guys think. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at Mickey Waffles Pod. Uh, we also have a Twitter at Mickey Waffle Pod. We also have an email if you want to email us. People always email the dads and I'm always like, we never get emails. Oh yeah, email us. Yeah. I'd love to read out an email. Yeah, so it's MickeyWafflesPod at gmail.com. I'll leave um, it in the show. I think it's in the show notes, but I'll leave it in the show notes if it's not already there. But send us an email. Yeah, please. I I love that a lot. (laughs) I'd really like that. I think the I think Ben and Mikey get um, email stuff as as emails as well. And who else get emails? Oh, the Weekly Planet, but they're a fucking huge podcast, so obviously they get emails. That's um. So yeah, I think that's it. I think so. Um, as always if you're listening on an Apple device or if you're a podcast app of choice let you leave a review please do or you know you can always share us with your friends your family your dog always your dog <coughs> um, so yeah uh, thanks so much for listening guys we'll see you in two weeks time exciting times uh, stay safe and goodbye goodbye <laughs>